on this episode of Paddock Talk, McLaren and the Red Bull floor. Thank you to all our fans from all around the world for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. You're listening to Around the Outside, the American Formula One podcast with your hosts, Ian Shea and Mike DuPont. Welcome back to another episode of Paddock Talk. It is the 31st of May, 2023. <laughs> not not last year. Uh, before we get into some Formula One, I just wanted to uh, share a message. This helped me out, actually, uh, because there are times when I feel not confident, and there are times when I'm not sure of myself, and uh, I found this. It was in Proverbs 30.30. The lion, which is the mightiest among beasts, and does not turn back before any. There are times in life where we feel less than we are, and there are times in life where we feel like we just can't push anymore. And there are times in life where we feel we don't deserve what we do deserve. And I'm here to tell you that you do deserve what you deserve. You are more than what you feel at this moment. And just remember, if you're nervous to ask out your crush, or you're feeling anxious about going in for that promotion or wanting to talk to your boss about a raise, there is a lion in you. You are worthy of all that you want and need in this life. And when you're feeling meek or weak, just go back to that lion that is within you and you will have the strength to carry on. That's helped me out more times than I care to talk about in this life. And I just hope that it helps you out when you're in a time of need. Formula One talk. Now, the biggest thing that came out of the Monaco Grand Prix, besides the insane qualifying lap that Max took in, was the floor reveal of the Mercedes and most notably the Red Bull. You're going to be, I mean, you're going to be hearing about all the spy photographs being taken of the underside of the Red Bull 19 because other teams can then copy it. And it's standard practice. Everybody takes a photo and wants to see if they can't copy what the winning team is doing. And at first glance, when you're talking about wanting the to look at that Red Bull floor, I was thinking, oh man, everybody's going to be copying it and we're going to have a championship fight on our hands. But I then remembered the floor, even though it is a major component of the downforce because we have ground effect, ground effect cars. So yeah, it's hugely important. It's only a component. You have to remember that the first thing that touches the air is the nose. 
And what the nose does is direct air over the body of the car and under the body of the car. You have to have all of those components working together if you're going to get the floor design working like the Red Bull does in order to have a fast car. And that takes a lot of time, money, and technology that I think the teams won't have. And it also reminded me of the pink Mercedes in 2020. That, to me, exemplifies, encompasses what actually needs to happen. If any team were to copy the Red Bull's floor, they would then have to copy the entire Red Bull. I think teams will have to or will be taking bits and pieces of the Red Bull floor design to make work on their vehicles, but I don't think that the exposure of the Red Bull floor is going to be this silver bullet that will make the field competitive. If we remember, Mercedes pretty much gave Racing Point information to copy their vehicle the year prior, but since they were so advanced and they already had money poured into the next season vehicle, it didn't matter because they had an entirely upgraded vehicle. And that's what Red Bull will be and should be doing for next season. So yeah, it was probably really, really annoying for Red Bull to have to have their floor exposed in such a way, but it's probably not that big of a concern for them because they know that the people involved with designing the vehicles know that they're not going to be able to do a 100% copy. And also the FIA has banned 3D technology from being able to produce a copycat car like the pink Mercedes. Racing Point was able to achieve such a high level of flattery because there is software out there where you are able to take a 3D picture and then bring a CAD program over onto the photo and that will pull out the design. That's no longer a thing in Formula One. It's been banned. So it's not going to be this season that I think we're going to see anything major. And when we do see the floor updates for next season, which is when I think components of this year's Red Bull floor will come into play, it's still going to be playing catch up because other teams will be sort of chasing their own tail, trying to recreate last year's winning car in a present year. So Red Bull, of course, annoyed, but I think like they think it's just no big deal. Nobody's ever really going to 100% be able to copy what they were doing. Other news in Formula One is McLaren. Looking at what they've done so far this season, there is a resurgence in McLaren. Uh, there was an interview with Lando Norris, and he is fully committed to not only being a part of the history of McLaren, but making history with McLaren. And he wants to be the one that brings a world title back to an extremely illustrious team. And it aligns with the goals of Zach Brown to have McLaren in 2025 be a championship contender and they are doing all the right moves to follow through on the vision that Zach Brown has set before the team. 
Most notably, Rob Marshall. He was the chief engineer officer with Red Bull and had worked with Red Bull for 17 years and was most was instrumental in the four constructors championships with Sebastian Vettel in 2010 and 2013. So he is bringing a vast amount of knowledge and experience to McLaren in the chief technical officer role. So he is creating that trifecta that is now present at McLaren with the departure of James Key. Also, I didn't know this, but the completion of the McLaren wind tunnel is set to happen at the end of at the end of this. Sorry, my mom's <laughs> my mom's calling. Hold on, I gotta do something real. Ma. Oh my gosh. Mom, I'm on my mother. I'm recording. Can I call you back in a few minutes? Okay, <laughs> okay I will. I promise. I love you. Bye. <laughs> That's Nancy Shea, everybody. She is a saint and I love her very much. But apparently there's a wind tunnel in the works. I didn't know this at all about McLaren. I didn't think that they would be going to be doing this and this is news to me but with Norris's commitment and with the chief technical officer role being filled with a wind tunnel I honestly think that 2025 will be the year for McLaren to be a championship contender if they can make this progress in a short amount of time what can they do in two years time that's all for Formula One news today I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening from around the world. You guys are the greatest fans a Formula One podcast can have. Give yourselves a great week, and we'll talk to you later. I love you guys. Bye. That's all for today's show. We hope you found it insightful and entertaining. For more F1 content, you can follow us on social media at ATO underscore USF1. And once again, thank you for listening to Paddock Talk, your place for Formula One news. If you have the time, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other platform you listen on. You can also DM us on social media. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show and any suggestions you may have for future episodes. We are always looking to improve our show to provide you with the best Formula One content possible. Dankeschön, merci, gracias, obrigado, cheers, and thank you for your continued support. Bye.